come for a visit now. Good evening, everybody. And if you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Angel Rock Live on 105.3 and United Public Radio Network broadcast you out of New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin. If you've never been to the show before, welcome. And if you're returning, we love having you here. and We love your support. My show, I say, feature all aspects of the esoteric, uh, the spiritual, the paranormal, with a little bit of truth seeking thrown in. Um, but we always try to end on a positive note and I have people as guests on my show that come from all walks of life whether that what they're doing professionally or personally or both they're making a positive change for humanity and tonight that is no different with my guest here I'm going to read her bio boy has she got a bio her name is Heidi Hollis, and she put OTR. I know what that is. I should also tell you before I read her, your bio what I do, shouldn't I? Um, I'm a Canadian clairvoyant medium, a crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor, and also a registered nurse. That's why I know our guests when I say OTR, occupational therapist, and we love yeah. occupational therapists. Yes. <laughs> Both personally and professionally. I have a uh, love nurses. Yeah, with severe autism. So Heidi is known for having named, defined, and trademarked two otherworldly realities, shadow people and hat man. These phenomena expose a a peculiar bridge between ufology and the paranormal world that Heidi has been speaking on for years, and that is true. Before I continue with her bio, I just realized I told Heidi this, but not you guys. Just to remind you, if I all of a sudden disappear, my phone has, it's possessed. (laughs) So Heidi knows that I'll be right back. It, It may just reset. It's only done this once, but I always let people know. Just, just in case. Back to Heidi's bio here. <laughs> um, with her book, um, Heidi Hollis embarked on a unique journey to find answers that led her to inform the world as told in The Secret War, a true story about a real alien war and shadow people. Heidi has written several other chart-topping books on a variety of phenomena touching on cryptozoology to holy encounters like Hatman, the Hatman, Jesus is no joke, picture prayers and others. And I love that she gears some of her books towards kids. I really do because kids need somewhere to go with some of this stuff. Heidi is also the host of Dark Becomes Light on the number one iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Anyone who has experienced something out of the ordinary now has a place where they can share their experiences and get some direct insight from shadow people to hat man and aliens to angels, Heidi Hollis is here to help. She's also been featured, I have to add this Heidi, <laughs> uh, globally on various television and radio programs like Strange Evidence, Beyond Belief with George Nori, The Unexplained Files, where are we going with this? The Mystery Hunters, come on, don't do this to me. My computer decided to act up. Um, where was I here? sorry and um a host for the cw for mysteries decoded in 2022 um her popular paranormal web comic the outlanders and it's hilarious it really is <laughs> can be enjoyed and she's listed the instagram profile i always get people as most people know and heidi has been on my show before but at the end of the show and she has received thousands of stories and shares some of them in her blog the hat man letters Welcome, Heidi. Holy cow, girl. <laughs> Thank I- you. Thank you. Yes, it's it's a pleasure to be chatting with you again. We used to chat 
all the time. I know. Yeah. I have not talked to anybody. And the reason why is I got really sick in April with some weird respiratory bug for about eight weeks. And then I got so used to not talking to people. And I haven't even told you this. I am creating all kinds of products with resin. So I'm about to launch my store. I'm pretty sure I'm going to put it on Etsy, but I have a spiritual kind of paranormal type line that's got anything from crystal. Well, they look like crystals to um, organite to runes to pendulums. I even have a few Ouija boards, believe it or not. Um, Yes, but I also, not many. And I have uh, crystal charging plates, crystal grids with hand painted. They've got like Metatron's cube to chess boards, you name it. So that's what I've been busy doing every spare moment. So you're so creative. I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've seen some of my products. Well, you're creative. Like I love I I don't go to people's (laughs) profiles, but it'll come up in my feed like your comic is hilarious. (laughs) You know, the 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 human Heidi that that is all I ever wanted to do is to be a comic strip artist. I can see why. For several newspapers and it's my heart you know and yeah. uh, and it's come in handy reaching out to children that are dealing with these odd things you mm-hmm. know and made some books that are addressing these paranormal things and uh yeah i mean i'm having a good time i mean i figure if i've got to uh you know try to open up some eyeballs on these things i might as well go at every angle i can and the, the art to the art and the comics it's really helped well, yeah, here, let me change our background. My God, I'm really unprepared. And I'm going to tell you guys why. It is Canadian Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. I keep happy saying, why don't we just have it at the same time as you guys, I swear. <laughs> because you know what, we still have like Black, or what is it, Black Friday. And you know what, yeah. why don't we just do it? I know the history behind it. But really, like, we're doing it anyways. So why not just you know, we might as well just do it. And then we're doing it at the same time, right? I mean, we were kind of united at at one point, kind of, weren't we? Like, really similar histories, like, why not link it? (laughs) I I think we should. Like, some of the things that, and it's been Delvet informed me of this, but I think, well, centuries ago, part of Canada, we used to own some of the northern states, I think, are part of what used to be Canada is now the US. And as Joe Montaldo, who owns a network, give him a shout out. Thanks, Joe, for giving me this wonderful platform and the rest of the hosts on this network to be able to bring these shows. He always says that we're your little brothers and sisters that uh, you guys have annex. what do you say, annex the Canadians. <laughs> All that French stuff, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I well, hey, I speak some French. Well, I was cool. I met somebody last week. I was on the show afterwards, the Horsefly Chronicles that are on right after Julia and Phil. And I guess they had had a last minute cancellation. So they said, Hey, you want to hang out with us? And I said, Hey, great, yeah, sure, no problem. I said, What are we gonna talk about? And Julia said, Well, I've never seen your paranormal survivor episode. She said, Wow. And I said, Well, do you want to talk paranormal? And she said, well, let's just get caught up. I have no idea how the conversation steered there. We started talking about UFOs and aliens and abductions and just crazy stuff. But there was somebody from Austria that had never 
I think seeing me, I don't know if he must have probably been a fan of the Horsefly Chronicles. Yeah. So he was set, shot me a couple messages over the week and he said today, even we celebrate Thanksgiving, but we don't do it like you guys do. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Yeah. Well, you guys, Thanksgiving is huge, isn't it? It's huge. Oh, yeah. 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 Awesome. The like big, bigger holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like almost bigger than Christmas, I find. Like it's like the kickoff to your Christmas season, right? It's well, I mean, pretty much like they put up the Halloween decoration stuff in the stores and like a week later is Christmas. I mean We have it here already, Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. nuts. It's like it's throwing it in your face and, and it's like, you know, it, coming from Wisconsin knowing how miserably cold it gets and nobody wanted Ooh, to go outdoors, know. Mm -hmm. you know, I see why they're planning ahead because man, we don't want to go out when it's brutal like that. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Wisconsin. Well, I'm not that far away from Wisconsin actually. I am. Yeah. Well, I'm in Minnesota, but when I get to Duluth, which is about three and a half hours away, not Duluth, oh. Georgia, Duluth, Minnesota, you oh, go okay. over the bridge and you're in superior Wisconsin, like oh. literally two minutes and you're in another state. <laughs> You know, we're going to go and meet and high five each other at least. Okay. Finally, because how many years have we been friends? Like how many networks ago? Like we've been friends for a long time and we've never met yeah. in person yet. Yes. Uh, yeah. So let me know what you've been up to. Like I, every time I talk to Heidi, like off air, holy cow, I'm getting goosebumps. It's not cold. Already thinking of some of the things I'm sure she's going to Man. I know you'll share what you want to share, so I'm just going to leave it up to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the spooky stuff. I mean, my life is all, all spooky, you know, and mm -hmm. it's like I have eight books out there. And you can see the most popular one right there, the hat man. <laughs> and it's like I, I write books on so many different topics. And mm -hmm. um, I have three that are on the hat man and shadow people. And that's all people really care to talk about. They're just like, let's yes. dig on it. you know, let's get in there. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I love talking about all of it, but it's all connected. You know, I, it's yeah, so you can't separate it. I just said you that can't. to somebody, you can't separate these things. No. Like it just all goes no. together. Right. You can't. As somebody more recently told me like, Heidi, did you know there's a researcher out there who discovered shadow people are related to aliens? <laughs> I'm like, Hello? yeah, yeah that name is called Heidi Hollis because my yeah. first book comes at the whole phenomena from aliens, the perspective, you know, for crying out loud. It's like, uh, you know, what are you talking about? That is not new, but it, it's funny. I wonder, I can't help but to wonder why was it so difficult to give a lady of my stature, whatever, a credit for having done this? It's so hard for them. No, mm -hmm. it's got to be a guy. Mm -hmm. It's got to be of a different stature. You know, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, what's, what's so hard about that? I don't get it. It's like, I've been doing this for since 97. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been a long time. Oh, a guy grabbed it and put his name on it. Now it's his. And he's discovered. No, dude. No, that's the late show. That's way late. I had a group called UFO, the number two and letter U.com. So UFO to U.com. I had a UFO group for over 15 years. And I oh, spoke yeah. things from the alien perspective. I had one of the more popular um UFO websites out there back in the day when they used to vote who's the top I was always in the top 10 you know <laughs> it's like I had hundreds of stuff coming in of, of messages and whatnot I put shadow people up I put hat man up and it's so funny when um 
you know, I did that. Like I put the shadow people images up and my emails slowly turned from all aliens to shadow people. And then I put up the image of Hatman, and it's almost all of the emails has or involves Hatman in some capacity. Okay, I'm, like, I'm going to stop you for one sec there because I know the difference. But for our listeners, and I want to remind you, if you're listening, come on over to UFO Paranormal Radio. We go by United Public Radio Network or UFO Paranormal Radio Network. But our YouTube channel and our Facebook page are there because I like to involve the audience in part of the conversation. And I'd love to see your comments, but I can't see them anywhere else. So if you go there, you can watch us and you can you can join in the conversation. Sorry, Heidi, because I want to ask for people listening. I know the difference, but there are people that don't. What's the difference between shadow people or shadow man and hat man yeah. for people? Yeah. Well, yeah, I want to make sure too. Can you hear me clearly? Is it loud enough? The mic? I can. Am I loud enough for you? Because I can oh, hear yeah. you perfectly. Very much so. Okay, cool. Um, well, you know, shadow people are uh, these dark entities that can shape shift and become all sorts of shapes and sizes. It could look like a, a black giant moth went by your 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 face or something in your room or it could be a big hulking mass that has a loose shape kind of looking like a person but no distinction no like hair no uh fingers uh you know nothing of you, you won't see the clothing you know nothing like that and if you mm -hmm. get a sometimes they'll reveal they have glowing red eyes slanted usually and um they growl, they might whisper, mm -hmm. but they don't go, Hey, how's it going? You know, they don't do that. You know, they don't look kind of like, you know, that's a guy right there standing. No shadow beings shape shift. It could look like a, a, a cat, a mm -hmm. cloud, a streak, um, you know, a mist, a, a, mist, a head and mm -hmm. shoulder shadow. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like a guy with his head directly connected to its shoulders, but the rest is kind of a hulking mass. Um, it could look misty for the where you would think you'd see legs or the arms look like they're connected to the body or something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I get people say the little girl shadow people. No, 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 that's mm -mm. not shadow. That's not shadow people. Um, people are out there distorting years of work, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. So one of the reasons why I trademarked it is because people were distorting and grabbing and saying, I came up with this. What are you talking about? A lady? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've <laughs> always known you <laughs> as the person that had that, that you were the one that named them. And like we had a, I would call him a hat guy. I'll let you first say what a hat guy is, but right. I'm positive it was a hat guy, but go yeah. ahead. So, mm -hmm. um, when it comes to uh, the hat man, when I first introduced him, Sorry, I called hat him the, the hat man shadow, I yeah. did. I thought he was another form that shadow people took. But as the emails kept coming in, oh, no way. No, this mm -hmm. this thing, because I did not see him myself. I have. My college, well, no, at this time, mm -hmm. my okay. college roommate pers uh, uh, had uh, seen him. And I categorized him as a shadow being, another form they could take. Wow, they could look awfully human, you know. But then, yeah, he could look kind of like a uh, something that's sitting in the shadows, but you'll see that distinctive hat. And the slicker, a long overcoat. You'll see a, a coat, you'll see a trench coat, a cape. Um, sometimes he doesn't wear a hat. Mm -hmm. and But you'll just get this, it's a certain feel, certain vibe. Um, it, but he'll, he can step out of the shadows and he can talk to you. He will say, how's it going? Mm -hmm. 
you know, whatever it is, you know, and, and horrific things to people. So he can appear as a shadow, but you'll see there's a suit. You'll see there's mm -hmm. like some kind of um, something, even if he's not wearing his hat. So that's not a shadow person. That is hat man, whether he's got that hat on or not. Um, we had a hat man, remember? Well, you know our story, but yeah. we had four main beings. But yeah, we had hat man. I called him hat guy or hat dude or yeah. whatever. But yeah, he he wasn't the worst. He was number three, I would say. Then we had a shape-shifting female. And then my family, uh, the boys all named it from uh, Super Mario, if you play video games. <laughs> and you know the the little shy guy? That yep. looks like he's wearing a Jason mask and then the uh, Grim Reaper cloak. Well, we have one, had one, had one mm -hmm. that looked just like that. So that's what they named him, the shy guy. But he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't shy. No. <laughs> and people also think that that's a shadow being. And mm -hmm. that thing is, is an alien. It's an alien. It's mm -hmm. short. It's wearing a hood. You know, it's like. It's uh, it's it, it's crazy, but there's this pattern of that thing showing up. But being that aliens are seen right alongside of shadow people, it's not surprising. That plus uh, most people, know. and I've been doing this. This I'm getting very excited about this conversation because That's I know okay. you know what I'm talking about. Because most people, and I've been kind of doing this personal poll. I find so many people that have had paranormal experiences have also had UFO or abduction mm -hmm. stories, or missing time. And the reason right. why I know you're correct is because in my old house, uh, I knew a medium at the time. I was just kind of coming into my own gifts, and she was doing some readings. So I booked a reading with her, and I'd known her well enough and for a long time. And I had the recording of it still. And she kept saying, there's some kind of crystal like that was buried very deep in the ground below your house. She goes, I keep hearing like something off of Star Trek, like this like alien type language. And she's going, I think this is alien, like, like ET. And I'm thinking, okay, like yeah. really polite, kind. And I get off, I get off the phone, thank her. And I'm thinking, oh my God, has she lost her mind? And then I went, there's no way that woman has lost her mind. I would, if she gave me lottery numbers, I would go out and get a ticket with them tomorrow. And I realized, like, there's something to this. It's like, again, they're almost like intertwined in certain arenas, aren't they, with the paranormal and the uh, UFOs, aliens? Well, I mean, they, how can I say it? It's like, if you could divide teams and say, good guys, bad guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, not, not alien, not all aliens are horrible. No. No, I that's mean, true. But it's mm -hmm. just like, not all humans are horrible either. But just because they have more advanced technology doesn't mean they're good. And, and mm -hmm. I hate hearing that blanket, like, well, no wonder they won't come and talk to us because we have such a bad attitude or, you know, embrace all of them, you know, try to bring them down. Come on. You know, if I sat out in front of my home and said, everybody, come on in, come on in, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't know if they're packing. I don't know, you know, but I'm just going to let you in because, you know, you look like a good guy or something. You're human. You're human. You so come on in, all humans. <laughs> you've got to discern what is, you know, who you're allowing in your space. And uh, I don't understand why aliens are getting a pass, you know, in some cases. And it's, it's, uh, it's, they're, they're of course related. Um, but with the line being divided, shadow people, hat man, uh, if people have gotten a, a really good look at what hat man looks like, cause you can see him totally in the flesh and he does not look human. His face is not like, it looks very alien. 
Very yes. much so. And if you go, actually, on my website, I have an image uh, uh, that was, uh, of his face that was created over 100 years ago uh, of Hat Man. I did I not know. That. Yes, I did not know what I was looking at. And uh, my friend says, hey, Heidi, what do you think of this sculpture? I'm like, wow, somebody did a really great sculpture of Hat Man. I said, what did you say? I said, well, that's Hat Man. Um, Heidi, Rudolf Steiner carved this. Wow. What? It's like the Anthroposophy founder over 100 years ago. Yeah. He said 100 years from now, this guy, Aramon, he gave him the name Aramon. Oh, I don't like that name. Is Ooh. going to be uh, coming to the surface and will be addressed 100 years from now. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and oh, and also Rudolf Steiner called him the devil. That's, what that's I why I don't him. like that name. That's what it gave. Again, goosebumps. That's, that's what, what it I, gave me the feeling of. Mm -hmm. That's what I call Hatman. I mean, and it wasn't me calling him that, by the way. I had hundreds of emails saying, who is he? He's the devil, isn't he? And the pattern was just showing up so much and the reference and people being absolutely tortured by him. I'm not talking about just once or twice him showing up every night for 40 years for some people. What do you do? You know, sometimes it is just one time 40 years prior, but it terrified them so badly. They hope and pray they never see his face again. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's that terrifying. And uh, I more recently have heard there's so-called researchers going out there saying all shadow people are benign. And they, and they put Hatman in that category because he's a shadow being. Oh, oh my God. No. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding you. And I'm like, and it's causing harm. I get emails from people yes. saying, did you know somebody's speaking? Did you know your show? I'm like, I don't have a show, TV show, film. They're saying, uh, well, oh my gosh. You know, and it's like, I'm sitting here fielding all the questions and trying to answer for over 20 plus years. And again, somebody just grabs and tries to make it there, try to make a living or whatever and make money off from things. And I don't charge people. They come. I me. know you don't. And no. you know what? The, and what I've given thousands been... of my books away too. You know. I know. And then what you've been through, like you have had some really crazy things happen ever since you were a child. I know you've talked yes. about them before in previous shows. And believe mm -hmm. me, like I've heard. Well, we've been on some of the same networks, and and I've yeah. heard like the letters that people write you, and even for example, mm -hmm. I have a group on Facebook, and yeah. I had shared. It is an incredible picture of Hatman, and like you can't see his face or anything, but perfect outline. And mm -hmm. a, a friend of mine that I work very closely with, there's two ladies I work very closely uh, with with Spirit, and the one lady has had experiences with Hatman since she was a child, mm -hmm. and she had written something. And you were so kind because it, I, the way she had said it, it almost seemed like the picture was hers, but she was commenting, sharing her experience. And you were so sweet. You didn't even know her and you offered like you just read because oh. you're in you're part of the group. But I just love yeah. that you did that. Of course. And I know how many people you help because yeah. you, know, you have no shortage of stories, which is the sad part, isn't it? It, it is. It is. And it's like, of course, you know, if I'm available, I tell people, reach out. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm on most. Platforms. You're the most laid back <laughs> person I've ever met. Oh, come on. <laughs> you <They're> are. Like, <laughs> find me at one Heidi Hollis and all my social media. I'll respond. And they're mm -hmm. always surprised. Like, 
what? They're like, mm-hmm. of course, you know, what is this life about if we're not here to lift each other up, mm-hmm. you know, and try to help each other out? Because I, I wish I had that help for myself. Don't you? Like, that's, you know what? You know who I've been watching lately? Because I learned this way, too, because I, as I would be called, I guess, the buzz term, a light worker, but I get a lot of dark stuff, too. And you know, I do. We've talked about some of this stuff. And um, so I watch people that are doing good things with negative things out there, because I want to see what are you doing? How are you helping them? How are you clearing them? And what have you? And the Foreman brothers, have you watched Paranormal Nightmare at all? No, I wish to God, those guys were around because these guys now they have, I believe it's a TV show, but they didn't for years and they go out of their own pocket. Same thing. They don't charge. Mm. They go around. It looks like all of the U.S., but they go there to help residential hauntings and they go in and they document what is going on. And there's some pretty crazy stuff, but they they remove it. And most of the time, they have a pretty good success rate. And these things, because once these things know your name, as you well know, they don't forget. It doesn't matter where you go. Oh, gosh, no. But the thing I love about them is uh, they document. They've gotten some crazy stuff on camera, EVP, stuff like that. But they, yeah. they've been through it themselves. And I think that makes such a difference. Like they've, I've not looked them up, but they've talked in various episodes about as children, they had to face something very demonic, the three brothers together. And so now they pay forward as adults. And I don't get that they're seeking fame or fortune. Like that's what they really care about is like, I think one case I saw, um, they had to go to Bobby Mackey's to do some research. That's a famous paranormal place for people listening may not be aware of it in the United States. And I no. guess the young uh, youngest brother who does the the house blessings and staunchly belief in Jesus Christ and the whole bit, like it's it's a very fascinating thing to watch what they do. But he didn't want to go back there because the first time mm-hmm. he had gone, and I believe it it may have been with one of the guys from Ghost Adventures. I don't know. Maybe he was involved way back when. But mm-hmm. I think something grabbed his shoulder and he was in agony for weeks after. Like he really did not want to go back to this place. But they had to do it for research for a residential case. But my whole point is, mm-hmm. you know, when you've experienced something like this, and I know you've talked about it before on our shows, like ever since a child. And you know what it's like to feel helpless like that, to be in that situation. And again, you've just pointed out all the misinformation out there that people, where do you know where to find the truth? Where do you know it need to go for help? So I'm so glad that you do these things, Heidi. Been doing it for so long. You know, and I had a a column out there for a while too. It was called Alien Advice because again, Mm -hmm. I covered mostly from the alien perspective and, uh, the, the shadow people topic, I you know, after I introduced it and it just started growing, I had no idea it would go to the extent that it has. I would never, I was warned uh, that it would. I just, I you still, you just can't fathom it, um, that it was so bad out there. Like you said, it's like a, a limitless uh, amount of stories. I have thousands of stories. The, the first night I spoke of them on the air, coast to coast AM, thousands of emails came in all at once and uh at the time it was aol and aol you have to save your emails or they get deleted Mm -hmm. it would just fill and delete fill and delete so i'm like i can't go fast enough i can't go so it's 
it's a nonstop and um, endless supply of horror out there. And um, there's a way to overcome it. It's not, uh, this is not a field you go into to go and make a dime, you know, it's like, you do this because it's a passion. And, you, you know, I, I, you know, us ladies are not as business minded and the guys go out there. I've, I've been sitting there signing books, right. And have a guy come up. Thanks. I'm going to go make a film now. I'm like, you can't, that's my story. You know, but they, they go and wiggle around things and it's so odd. I'm like, I would never think that, but I guess no. that's kind of naive, but it's like, for me, working so hard to do this type of thing has been because I, I remember my life before this. I remember agreeing to come here to do this. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, well, where'd you get your info from? And I'm like, <laughs> from the other side before I was born here. And then also having the contact that I did with these alien beings who told me and warned me, this is what you need to do. This is what you have to put out. And by the way, this is going to blow up to be exponentially huge. And then, you know, if my life couldn't get any more peculiar um, in my first book, the secret war that speaks of shadow people, um, hat man and the alien conflict, um, I was in college when I wrote that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I was a skeptic. I'd seen so much stuff. And I was a skeptic of people who claimed to see Jesus in their bowl of soup and ridiculous places. I'm like, look, I'm not a psychic and I have seen so much stuff. You know, I, I just, I really thought that like, if Jesus were around, I would have seen him by now. And I wrote that mm -hmm. in that first book. And mind you, it took me two months to write that book and four years to find a publisher. And during that time, I'd sent it out to all these different authors um, who were really close to, you know, uh, you know, the, the coast to coast and Art Bell and all that stuff back then. Back then, all the only people that would publish such a such a book like what I wrote are other authors who write on these things, right? Oh my so, goodness. So they all had the book, right? And mm -hmm. the conversations were, you know, spinning, but it, long story short, I was a skeptic of Jesus popping around and I'm I'm sitting there editing, hoping, you know, I had some of these authors saying, yeah, I want to publish this. No. Yes. Yeah, and back and forth. And then I finally gave up and did it myself. But during that meantime, while I was waiting and editing, I had an encounter with Christ. Okay. And I was like, you know, it, it's, it's so odd to say to experience him be a, be a skeptic of him showing up to people and uh you know i was raised methodist nothing mm -hmm. not a strict religion or anything like that and i had a general understanding i saw him more as a historical figure that said to come back one day you have to say your prayers in his name you know i understood all those things but to be a conscious person like like part of god there i mean and it's this love Thing that comes off from him it's like you can't express it and, and so i had to interject that into the secret war book and everybody's like well where'd that come from i'm like i had to, i'm painfully honest and, and i just had to put it because he came just before putting this book out and what did he tell me do not worry what others say know that i'll be there to give you the words he told me to finish writing that book that I, the secret war and mm -hmm. then i wrote the book called Jesus is no joke because he came more <laughs> and it wasn't like you have. And again, I'm not going to divulge anything 
we'll go wherever you want with the conversation. But I do know you have had some incredible experiences with Jesus, but also, and you know this about me as well, I have studied near-death experiences professionally as well as personally for 40 years. And I believe I had an experience myself as a toddler. But, mm. but the things you've had, I wouldn't even call them near-death experiences like most people don't get this kind of information it seems unless they've had it seems an experience like a near-death experience but and I wow, didn't know do you know I did not know that it was that rare I didn't know that it is rare it's, yeah it's only been more recently mm -hmm. that I'm like yeah so Jesus has stopped by what what did you almost and people didn't you know mm -hmm. what people did not ask me did you almost die or something mm -hmm. and, I, and and even after i published the book it's like what category does it go in i'm like what well, kind of fits a near-death experience but i didn't not have really. a near-death experience <laughs> yeah and it's like hold on jesus kept showing up i'm like yeah he did you know and so it's amazing i didn't know you for you for 40 years you study that it it has mm -hmm. been like one of those things that um I'm kind of coming to terms and understanding a bit. I just really didn't understand um, that was like that. And, and I did get people say, well, why you? I'm like, why me? Why not you? He'll come to everybody. You know, I, mm -hmm. I had no understanding. Um, but yeah, I, there's some things I'm not addressing that I, I won't address right yes, now. Yes. And um, I respect that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes. It's, um, it's been a, a really different world for me as of, you know, this past couple of years, but um, maybe in the near future, I'll talk more on it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, um, I just, I, I could not, uh, when he came forward, <laughs> I was just like telling everybody, wow, Jesus, no joke, everybody. This like, he's real. He's here. I love it. He's no he's, joke. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I called it that I called the book that because I was blown away at his presence, his understanding. And I mean, as somebody who's a skeptic of such things and to have him come as he did and um, healed me, he healed me several times of incurable things I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, um, you know, so if anything, I love to talk about those things more than the demonic stuff, but I know you do people, you know, I get it. People like to, they're, they're experiencing uh, globally this dark. I want to have you back on here. And we will, we can talk as much as you want about yeah. whatever you want, but I want to talk to you about angels and, yes. and, and Jesus and all these things. I right. want to do just a show on it. Cause I've been meaning to have you on forever. I keep so getting goosebumps <laughs> while I'm talking to you. It is not cold in here. That's usually my uh, sign for truth. Oh, I love it. But you I know what it. I want to say to you Yeah. that when people are claiming your work and doing whatever they are, I always think, you know, you hear the saying karma is a bitch. And I think people misunderstand karma. But what it is to me is what you put out there, meaning the global you is what you will get back. So people that are claiming things that aren't theirs or, or yeah. what have you, they will get it back because I really do believe that and not in a retribution type of way. I think it's no. just part of experience that if you're going to take, you're going to get back what you took. Right. Yeah. If you're a good person and you I, I shouldn't say good person, we have the potential to be all. But you put out good things. You try to be kind. You try to help. You know, some of the things we've been talking about with your yeah. work, yeah. you're going to get that back. And eventually, <laughs> I another thing I truly believe it takes a long time sometimes, but I believe the truth always rises to the surface. 
Always. Um, mm-hmm. Let's hope, uh, you know, the future holds more truths. Than I the- tell people all the than- time, like if the shadow person comes out, yeah. the first person, I have sent your website to so many people. Oh, I know you're great. I, I appreciate you so much. And you're so supportive. You know, absolutely. America has a persona of what it means to look like an authoritative figure. And it's not my face. And that's why these other faces and you know, you know what I think it is, okay. Now, the first time I met you, we run another network, and our previous yeah. producers made me think that remember you had called in my second night. I used to do a show every week, and this is this is not a secret yeah. thing. I'm not gonna give private details or anything. Okay. And then and then I I I'd never spoken to you, but I think I'd heard your voice, and they didn't tell me it was you. And I had <laughs> I was mentoring another person with me, a young guy. And he'd given you a reading, and then I did. And I was told, you have to take a station break. And I've never done podcasting. It's like my second show. And so I, I thanked you. The reading was done and whatever. Yeah. And we got off air, and our producer was screaming at me, do you know who that was? And blah, blah, blah. Well, it horrified me. I thought, oh, my God, did I offend her? Oh, and I remember God. messaging you and messaging you and messaging you. And when yeah. I, and so you, I mean, I didn't bombard you, but you messaged me back. Like, I think within a couple hours, you were laughing. You're going, oh my God, no, I wasn't offended. And you were just no. so down to earth. And it was like, <laughs> that's what it is. I think you just don't have an air about you. You no. don't, um, there's no arrogance about you. Let's let's think about it. People that walk around, especially in this field with authority, and yeah. I always say it's not my job to judge, but they're they just <laughs> act, I guess, mightier than thou. A lot of them, not everybody, but a lot. Hey, Zach, welcome, and um, they have an air about them. You're very approachable, yeah. and you know what, uh-huh. honey, that's going to serve you well throughout your lifetime. It will because just think of the people you help. In your muggle job, as I call it, as an OT, and (laughs) your other job that you do as well, because people need the help, obviously. You wouldn't be getting all these emails and, you know, what have you. I appreciate your support. And, you know, it's like, it's so funny. Um, Like you said, it's like some some of the folks that are in these fields, I don't don't know where they get their ego from. Um, It's so odd. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, because, again, you go into this, bare knuckles and swinging trying to help you know that's Mm -hmm. the that's the driving force and Mm -hmm. um and some of us like myself i i remember agreeing to this my life here is not my own i've always known that and i've been really comfortable with that too and understanding And, and it's uh it's humbling it's an honor it's a pleasure you know um you know, I've been blessed with a good career as a therapist, and it's helped me to be able to create the space for me to do this work and um, mm-hmm. and for people to trust me. You know, they know mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the one to judge them. Hello, this woman's talking about seeing she saw Jesus and the devil. Come on now. Aliens are talking, you know, you know um, it's sitting with me. I didn't mean to stop you there for a second, but it's sitting with me when you said earlier that people asked why you. Why not yeah. you? Like, think about it. Like, if Jesus appeared to anybody else, or mm-hmm. and he will, he can ask, and it, it, you know, you shall, it shall be given. But the thing is, yeah. how many people would believe it? 
they would think either they're crazy or they're hallucinating or it can't be real. You've had so much high strangeness in your life. It was just like, hey, okay, I guess you're here. Come on in, right? There's a big no. difference. I tell people I could have been blind and seen it was him because literally every the cell energy. of my body. No, but screamed. I meant you were accepting Jesus. of it. A lot yes. of people would not be yeah. accepting of it. And you know that to be true, right? Like a lot of people oh, yeah. are so doubting about so many things that because you can't see it, you can't taste it, maybe you can't yeah. feel it. I think we can all feel it. It's just people aren't tuned in to what that might feel like. Yes. What's your thoughts? Oh, man. You know, I I, I feel like cheated first uh, and haven't gotten my memories back. <laughs> And then cheated in having Jesus practically give me a head noogie to wake me up. Um, you know, like, of course, of course, how could I forget what I came here for? I mean, those were my words. How could I forget? I'm, you know, apologetic, like, ah. We like all a, say that apparently when we go back, how could I have forgotten what I went there for? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's like, it's like the equivalent of forgetting my first name is Heidi. You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like it's shameful. I'll get right on top of everything. What am I going to college for? Oh my gosh, just so silly. You know, I have to get on top of these things. So when I started, uh, like, boom, my memory came back. I almost ran outside in the cold. Like, what, what am I doing? I'm in school. What am I here for? Oh my gosh. I was, I'll tell mm -hmm. you just to back it up a little bit. I, because I, I don't know how many people have heard me say this story. I'm glad I was going to ask you, but I thought I, we'll go wherever it's going to go. Yeah. I'm glad you're going to back it so, up. Great. I was talking to my friend. I, I was in college, um, becoming a therapist. I'm sitting there on the couch talking couch? to my friend. I get up to walk across the living room mm -hmm. and I am no longer there. Yeah. I am looking at a scene in space. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't do drugs or anything like that. No mental health issues. Looking at a scene in space and I see this spinning sun and trillions upon trillions of lights are in this spinning sun and each light represents a soul. And it's spinning mm -hmm. clockwise. If you're looking at it from here, I always say <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's spinning clockwise and, and, it's like a, a, a love soup. Like I can't even describe. I never forget love. those words. You, you said that the first week we talked yeah. and I, that what better way to describe it? It's beautiful. And mm -hmm. every light contributes to thoughts, ideas, whatever missions, goals, and it would flow clockwise and we'd all contribute to the thought and it would go to the center. It would become one. And this thought came by and it's like, of something that needed to be done here on this planet in this lifetime. And I remember casually, I always say casually thinking, ah, that's something I could do. <laughs> and it was like, everybody took a step back and like, she said she'd do it. What? Ah! <laughs> space. And with everything I had, I'm screaming, I take it back because it was like how my, my heart ripped out. And, uh, and again, I'm looking at this scene in space as a memory to the side of it is the red spinning light. And I knew this place to be like a library of knowledge, anything and everything that's happened happens. It's recorded there. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew the place I was in people say source. I, I know it as the source. I don't know what, I don't know what source is. the source. I know that. And this was not God. It was a part of, we contribute to, but God was, uh, was in control and took the input from there 
you know, but we were not God <laughs> in there contributing to this, but it was a beautiful love soup of, of oneness. We are connected. We know each other. And when I was leaving this place and I, I always get goosebumps because, uh, I went to go get trained on other planets, other places, and especially this place I go to a lot that I just call the Crystal City. They, it looks like ancient Greek buildings, um, but it's made of crystal and white robed people, instructors, everything. And I go back and forth still there. And it's I, I can't meditate to save my life. Let me tell you, I don't aim for it. Um, and so imagine, boom, I'm back in my body standing in the middle of the living room going, oh, how can I forget? How can I forget? How can I forget? And I go to sit back down next to my friend. She goes, forget what? Do you use the bathroom? And it's like, how can I forget who I am and what I came here for? And she's like, I, I'm confused. And I said, what am I, what am I doing? And, you know, I'm, I'm in college. You know, I was like, I was just getting up. What am I, you know, I was like, right then I wanted to run out and go do what I came here to do. And I've been running ever since, but that place was home. It's everything. That's what I call it home. Going back yeah. home. I always say it that going home. back home. Mm -hmm. It is home. And and so I always say here, I don't know where home is because I, I remember, and it's been really difficult to want to stay here in this, these moments knowing the the enormity of, of where I came from and the love of where I came from. And, uh, and the only closest thing I've heard to that is near death experiencers. Like I was like, but how oh, man, it, it's like, I remember the decision. It's not like picking parents and all that. No, I remember my whole understanding and agreement. And it was to come to warn and set the record straight on the threat that's here of these things against people's souls, shadow people, hat man, um, the beings, how they're intertwined. And, uh, and I have to own up to it. And then Jesus shows up and says, finish the book. What? You know, of course, you know, so I'm, I'm running, running, running. I'm being directed, told. And if I'm not picking, I'm not, I don't consider myself psychic. People will call it all sorts of stuff. But if I didn't pick up something in a dream, a vision, a whatever, by location thing, Somebody will come along and say something so direct and specific. Uh -huh. I'm like, got the message. Okay, I'm going. All right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, so I'm guided through this life. And I, and I, every time I finish a book, a project, or reach another plateau, I'm like, am I done yet? Can I go back home? <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, I'm still here, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not like I have a death wish, but this isn't home. Well, that's just it, right? Like, so what? I don't know why I was drawn. I was, I just turned 57. So I was 17. Mm -hmm. I was just about to go into university for nursing. And I was at my hairdressers getting my hair cut. And we started talking and her mom had recently passed away. And she said, I've just read this incredible book, Enter Into the Light. So we're talking about it. And I went, I need to read that book. <laughs> so I read it. It's by Betty Edie. I couldn't put it down. Not that it's a big book. Yes. I was drawn from that day forth after I read that book. Um, I have had patients that have coded or for people don't understand their heart. I know Heidi does, but their, their mm -hmm. heart and breathing stops. And basically they've died. They're clinically dead, but yeah. they're 
for lack of a you know, I don't want to use a professional word, but they're revived, they come back to life. Mm -hmm. And I know, I consider it such an honor and a privilege that that these patients have talked to me about it, because working nights, you know, sometimes on the floor, you'd have 60 patients. But when people are sleeping, and when I worked on the floor, you had to mix like all your IVs, you had to mix everything like not like nowadays, when it's like, write your own tickets, like transcribe the doctor's orders, you name uh, it. But there work. were times I had time to sit out with patients if they were awake at night. And um, I can remember a couple, but one in particular, he was palliative, meaning for those listening, it was he was terminally ill. But he had arrested and the doctor hadn't written what's called a DNR, do not resuscitate. Mm. Now, I guess we had a newer grad when he his heart stopped. And so they called what's called a code. They restarted his heart. And what had happened, though, this person without any judgment wasn't really well educated a little bit on the slower side, we'll say mentally, but okay. you knew he was telling you the truth that he said, I was up on the ceiling and I, he could describe everybody that came in the room. He could tell you the name of the medication, how much was given. Um, there were so many things this, this gentleman knew. There was no way that he was not on top of the ceiling. Like he said, he was yeah. looking down at his body. Right. And I've, I just had somebody on, was it last week or two weeks ago? He had a near-death experience and he had shared, he's in the paranormal world. Mm -hmm. He had had a problem with uh, drugs and he OD'd 12 times. When he said it on the show, I said, you were meant to be here. He goes, yeah, <laughs> I certainly was. Because the last time I had a near-death experience, he said, and again, those are the people that seem to know what their purpose is, like you said. They, yeah. they realize why they agreed to come here mm -hmm. and then uh they never have a fear of death the same thing they don't have a death wish but it's like when can i go back home yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and and you know I, it's just really it didn't dawn on me i swear to you even mm -hmm. like more recently i'm i'm learning that that's not common to have that kind of reflection you know i've interviewed so many people and i asked specialists and people mm -hmm. who have studied professionally near-death experiences and i'm like what about people that spontaneously recall coming from the source mm -hmm. uh no I, I we have not had that many i'm like oh never mind you know i'm like what is this you know mm -hmm. uh, that's very rare yeah what mm -hmm. i haven't found i haven't found that um and and it's like it was so strange because um I, I when I was explaining to my friend right after it happened, I said it was as if my memories were right here in front of my forehead and they allowed me to take a peek in, lean into it and get it just enough to put me on the path. And she's like, who? And I was like, well, that's a good question. Who? You know, who who allowed that? Somebody did. And um, it, it's it's so um, it, it again, it's such a humbling position to be in to have the the cheats because i do do you think yeah. maybe you contracted that before you came here with the fact that if if certain things occurred in your life because i always say we come in here with with amnesia spiritual amnesia right we don't remember our previous lives or why we're here right. or our purpose but it seems like i said people with near-death experiences they get the cheat notes or do you think maybe with the way life is going like maybe you were given the big picture 
And for whatever reason, because it's an important, you have an important mission here with what you're doing already, never mind. And again, I would never ask and I don't need, Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you what you're supposed to do. That's your own personal thing. But Mm -hmm. do, do you think maybe that's why? Why one of the reasons? Because certain things are going in a certain path, you think? So, like it was if, okay, I've got many different paths before me. Oh, this is I, an important I, mission. <laughs> so, if I get off yeah. my path, is there a way maybe that I could get the cheat notes or do you know what I'm saying? It could be because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was a comic strip artist then and I had mm-hmm. my stuff syndicated in 12 newspapers. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to get in to go bigger and wider. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but mm-hmm. I was busy in college, really busy and uh, trying to reestablish that. I worked three jobs, you know, I was, <laughs> I was doing so much. Um, so, I mean, I probably given that nudge, like, you're not here for yourself game. You're not here to settle down, mm-hmm. get married, have kids. You're not, you're not here for that. Remember. Mm-hmm. And once I did, er, nothing else mattered. And, um, you know, if you think that's amazing, Jesus was even more tremendous Be- just because his presence is something you can't even imagine. And it's like, I'm looking, Heidi, me, Heidi, Let's be a comic strip artist, a human Heidi. You know, that's it. I didn't want, you know, and Jesus. I was called the muggle job, the muggle job. Yeah, Jesus is a historical figure. I know I'm supposed to say his name after prayers, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's all memory stuff. And then to get recall, you're supposed to be doing your mission thing. And Jesus popping up first, one of his first things is, you need to finish writing your book. Don't worry what other people say. No, I'm there to give the words. And, uh, you know, like nothing else matters. Hey, Heidi, you want to go out? No, I have things I have to do. Hey, hey, what are you doing over here? You you don't understand. And I get that, you know, and learning to address these things, um, having the sense of humor, being the type of person I am, too, and um, laid back. And, you know, I just I understood people didn't get it. I sometimes envied them for not knowing. Uh, yeah, and could just you know, oh, kickball is that's the best thing for adults today. Like, oh, that'd be mm-hmm. fun. No, I, I'm sorry, I gotta go try to save some people from demons, mm-hmm. you know, and the devil, and warn the world because Jesus asked me to. What you know, what a thing to say. And again, you don't want to seem egotistical because, or even know, who could you tell? Like, you got to be able to send this out that, like, be able yeah. to say that in a certain arena, people, right? Without... People don't understand mm-hmm. you're not in this for that. If you mm-hmm. are really here with the good intentions and knowing. You can't, you, you got the training for not doing that, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, but anybody like family, friends, they're just like, you know, they're probably thinking, well, if it were me, that's what I'd be going for because they don't remember. I get it. You know, um, they don't understand the drive. It's like, well, geez, that's you're not making a living off that. You're still practicing as a therapist. Yes, I am. But you know, it, it, you don't understand this is a short life. Mm-hmm. What comes after this is tremendous. And there are things trying to stop the progression of mankind. Your spirit may be trapped if I don't continue. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know it seems tremendously like what an ego, Heidi. No, I, all I could do is tell you, I have to do this part. And, um, you know, I'm nobody special. I just remember certain things. I know certain parts I'm supposed to do and play in the bigger role of things. And um, it's important, you know, and and I've had some people are like, wow, you're lucky that, you know, because I'm sitting here going, what do I do with my life? I'm like, I think it's lonely yeah. to be able to. And I mean it not in a 
sad perspective, but I mean, like you remember, and like you said, everybody around you doesn't like ignorance is bliss, right? That's what I mean about the loneliness because not that you're a lonely person. It's, it's (laughs) that having that lonely, it's, it's isolating. That's not the right word lonely, but I so isolating because to try and explain it, just you even sharing it right here now with the magnitude of it all is what I'm saying. Lonely was the wrong word. No, I get it. Isolating. I get what you're saying because it it is. And, and it's, it's really like, oh man, you wish, and this has been my whole thing. You wish you could rip your soul open. So people would take a peek to even get a hint of what you've experienced and what you've seen mm-hmm. some evidential something for people to understand. And um, it, that's been really hard because it, it makes me feel bad for people not knowing though, too, because mm-hmm. there's threats walking around them waiting for them to just mess up. And uh, it sounds so cliche. Oh, that's the devil on the left shoulder and the angel on the right. I'm like, yeah, where'd that come from? You know, even a rumor dies after a certain amount of time, but that one's still living probably because it's real. And, uh, you know, I have friends that are, you know, anti-religious talk, you know, I'm not religious. I'm, I'm faith-based. I am Christian because it reflects close, more, more closely to what it is. I understand Jesus knocked on your back door or on your front of your forehead. You, yeah, you're Christian. Um, so you believe. Um, but it's it's so. Uh, oh, how can I say it, it is so uh, enamoring to know the truth of these things. And all I could do is use myself as an example in this world to try to get mm-hmm. people to understand. Um, I'm willing to put my name out there. This is my real name. People use all sorts of names to yeah. represent their it's work. Not a ghost name. <laughs> or oh ghost my God. Name. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I've known people for years in this business and I'm referring to them, referring to them. They're like, Heidi, you know what? That's not my real name. What? I've known you for 10 years. You've been using your middle name or your mother's maiden name. What? I, I met not. somebody about six months ago and <clears throat> they, I knew them by their, their real legal name. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they start going by this other name. And I was asked to be on a podcast with them. Oh, my God. I had to, like, pause not to call them by their legal name. And it was a name that it was a name of a month. I'll put it like that. And it was a name that they had always liked. And so they chose this. But why? I don't understand why. It's the same thing. If you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to put your name out there, like I've never hidden my name either. Dell, yeah. my partner on the other half, what does he do with our episode? His great grandfather, when he came to this country, uh, had a very odd spelling of his last name that was from the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So Dell decides it. And then when he came here, he changed it to the present spelling. So Dell decides he's going to go back to the original spelling of his name on the episode so nobody can find them you can't even pronounce it let alone see it and so i get all the interesting people we'll put it because you know what i find the fascination is and actually i'm gonna i'm so glad we're having this conversation yeah i get so many people writing me begging like not just writing like begging and like really getting insistent they want to know the name of the demonic entity that i had this dream that started all my activity with and it's like no no 
well, I think I want to know it. And and then they always guess the usual suspects that they see on every horror movie. It's like, no. And even if you've got the name right, I'm not telling you. You do no. not realize. Because people, and, I, and I'm trying not to sound judgmental, but it makes me angry. Is people mm-hmm. that have never dealt with the kind of things that you've dealt with, that I have dealt with myself. And just, yeah. I'm not even close to experiences you've had. That when you deal with this kind of stuff... You are you have no idea you were smaller than a gnat if you have no knowledge with the fact that well I'll just you just send that thing to me, I'll kick it in the butt. You have no idea. It's gonna go after your health, your finances, it's gonna go after your children, your yes. pets, things you can't control that will hurt you and wound you the deepest because that's when you're most vulnerable. And yet you get these people writing saying, Well, tell me the name, tell me the name. I I, I really Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> it's and ridiculous. What they're walking around all over. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, uh, it, I don't know. It's like the ego of, of some people or the demands. It's like, look, we dealt with it in our own way, you know, respect it. it, it it's like I never say that I have all the answers. You know, we all have our, our pieces to the puzzle and it. we get some corners of the puzzle that we get to solve, you know, and we just kind of move forward but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't i don't know i i don't know why uh people are so darn curious about some of the most dark evil horrible things you know and uh and that's why i you know i don't I, i'm always humbled to be able to work in this space mm-hmm. i just uh you know it is so dark and it is oh. so heavy I mean, I don't know many psychics that like to work in this area even. And they're like, how are you handling? I'm like, how do you sleep well? And I'm like, usually on my left side. I mean, <laughs> I sleep pretty good because my faith is pretty strong. I'm able to mm-hmm. keep things at bay. And again, you know, the, the religious angle, uh, people think you're a Bible thumper or whatnot. I'm like, I'm practical. Mm-hmm. You just wrote me. And, and this happens so much. People will write me and say, um, you know, I don't believe in and uh you know the church and, and religion or anything but i just saw the devil i'm like you just said you said devil but you're afraid to say god or jesus you know what's wrong here you know just because there's a horrible uh, situation that's happened with various types of uh religious institutions you know the catholic being one of the worst you threw away god with it you like mm-hmm. really you threw away god and you are dealing with what you know is the devil and you're contacting me on the other side of the planet to give you answers. I'm like, so you have no faith. Then throw a shoe at it. I always say, throw a yeah. shoe at it. Yeah. You are to the polar opposite. You better pray that thing exists, that God, that Jesus, or, you know, exists angels because you're on your own. Otherwise I can't help you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, Jesus always said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, Mm-hmm. And, um, and I love to, you know, I have great Jewish and Muslim friends and other belief mm-hmm. systems. And they're like, why are you into that, that Jesus guy and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what's the date today? And they're like, uh, such and such 2022. I'm like, oh, seems like you acknowledge Jesus too, because that's after his death, 2022. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to, uh, you know, mix it up and say BCE, uh, a- you know, after death or BCE. And they don't want to acknowledge jesus i'm like he did something truly tremendous in order for us to change our clocks to mark it by our calendars when he died and before mm-hmm. his life and people think it's such a long time ago two thousand years i'm like how old are humankind he hasn't been gone that long you know he has not been gone that long in the capacity that people believe 
Uh, you know, he is very present and um, helping. You call on that, you call on that name. And I mean, I've spoke to people from all sorts of walks of life, um, from the scientific minded to those that investigate UFOs. And uh, people say, in Jesus name, leave me alone to aliens, demons dark beings and that's they- why i brought up the foreman brothers i forgot to mention that but i think i said it briefly yeah. that's who they work with with jesus and well, that, that's, of- that's the name that works in the mm-hmm. face of so-called aliens why would that work why would that offend them to hurt them where they run out the door and uh you know i've heard from a really small minority of people's like Oh, it didn't work. You just saw them leaving when you just so happened to say uh, Jesus' name, leave. No, in their faces, hat man leaves, shadow people leave, aliens leave, in their faces, you know, not after, not that people like to distort. And it's like, again, it doesn't bother me what other people believe to be true for themselves. I have my faith. I can't, I don't question it. Mm-hmm. Jesus is real. <laughs> no, he is. And he's very present and very aware. Um, And it's like, all you can do is respect each other for what they believe to be true. Don't, you don't have to bash or put down. It's okay to have your faith. It's okay to be outside of the church and have your faith, not your religion, your faith. And um, these dark things are placing bets on us to not address. You're reading my mind. You're reading my mind because I wanted us to, to not figure it out. That's why I, I was going to ask you yeah. with what we've gone through collectively around the world mm-hmm. and we're going on three years. Is that one of the reasons why when you said you were reminded about why you came here and agreed to come here and, or it was Steiner, you were mentioning it over a hundred years ago. It said that, that, yes. you know, shadow people and what have you, hot man would hot be man. prevalent and why. So is it because of what went on collectively? Because we know when people, you know, even like there was a lot of depression, there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of division. There was a lot of things that wasn't, if you will, promoting love and oneness. Okay. There was a lot of division. Was that like almost like a crack within the, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not the matrix, but it was a way in. Like, are you seeing a lot more of this? Because I know I am a lot more evil. Mm-hmm. Very, really much so and and the reason why is they're getting desperate they know time is short things are shifting mm-hmm. people are waking up to other understandings they have backed away from some of the practices of uh jesus because some man in a robe violated children which is horrible but that mm-hmm. is not that is not god god mm-hmm. is separate from the person speaking it's just we have to stop blaming and get we are held responsible with knowledge comes responsibility so that guy messed up you better open up the book yourself and learn these things um you know we've we've got to stop dilly-dallying because the threat is increasing it is so disgusting you can't imagine and people like well what's so bad about hat man i heard from there's a handful of people that are trying to grow this Hatman feels like a guardian angel. I'm like, oh my god! It just about <laughs> fell off my chair. Thank oh. you. I'm like, does does a guardian angel rape you, <laughs> men and women, children? Really? I didn't. I ever heard of one like that. And if people I mean, don't believe that, there yeah. are people out there. They may hide their faces. The ones I have seen. That isn't yeah. just in horror movies. And I'm getting no. goosebumps telling you. It it's horrible. Happens. 
-hmm. it happens and it's one of those things when people reach out to me and it's at the level of these experiences with hat man that i know they're not telling me that next extra tidbit he raped me um but it's out there quite a bit they do share if and you get who, do you tell? who do you that's tell that's what that's that's what I'm here to try to help with and get comfortable with it. They don't have to share that that happened. I, I understand. Um, it's a matter of not always knowing why he's there. Does it, does it matter? People want those answers. Sometimes you could put your finger on it. Sometimes not, but nine times out of 10, guess what? It's not because you did something rotten. It's because you were so unique, so special, creative, mm -hmm. observant, where you saw these things, you could see other things going on. And he wants to stop that light out on you because you could warn others there's something behind you. I was told that. Be aware. It is, it is all about uh, evolution of mankind he's trying to stop. In years ago, when I was trying to find out why this was happening, and I yeah. kept being told this, and I kept thinking, it sounds really egotistical, though, for someone to say to me that you're going to be doing something that's not good for their side. They don't want you doing it. So that's why they're showing up. And that was something that kept coming up time and again. And now, um, again, I'm not coming from a place of ego. And most people don't work with the type of stuff that we work with. Like, a, like I said, I would be called, I guess, a light worker. I remember yeah. even working with one of my mentors when I saw somebody possessed on camera. And I don't ever want to see that look of evil in anybody ever again. They were levitating on camera. Oh. And um, I, I was like, oh, my God. And then I remember... Um, it was after and somebody did witness this. It was like three o'clock in the morning, my time, Eastern time. And somebody on the West Coast was awake. And so they witnessed it. They weren't much mm -hmm. help, although I thought they might have been, but they weren't. I think they mm -hmm. were shocked. But the scary part, okay, guys, if you don't think these things know what's going on, that you don't have to speak or whatever, this person this was going on with lives um, on the southern, 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 southern tip on the West Coast in U uh, USA. I was sitting there after it hung up the phone about two hours later, and I'm, I'm saying in my head, the Our Father for this person. I'm praying for them. Yeah. I get a message, I kid you not, on Messenger that says, cut that effing S-H-I-T out. Oh, wow. I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Then, then... I got a little P.O.'d because a half hour later, I got another message that said, it's time. And I went, okay, time for what? Because I was ready. I was ready because <laughs> I, I work with the Archangelic realm. Anybody that follows my show knows part of why I call it the angel rock. I love angels, higher vibrational beings, right. crystals, and rock music. It's who I am, right? <laughs> and so I thought, okay, let's go there. Yeah didn't hear anything else kind of backed away but i'll tell you how did it know i was praying right right and just because i don't run around talking about what my my beliefs are right. you wouldn't believe you know you'll i don't read comments very often but you'll see a few comments well the problem why this happened to you you're living in sin or you don't have a belief in god that's what the mm. problem is in jesus then right. how do you know what my beliefs are just because i don't talk about them we would never have gotten through what right. we went through right so there you go oh these you dark know. things really <laughs> mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. tricky stuff tricky stuff i mean hat man came 
after a patient of mine, after uh, a couple other therapists asked me, what is this you do in the paranormal? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and sitting there, I talked to him for about, you know, 15 minutes, when went to get a patient comes back with them within the parallel bars where there's mirrors all the way around trying to help a patient stand. And I hear shrieking oh. <laughs> and I'm called to come out there and I go out there and here's the patient leaning up towards the mirror going, what, what? Oh, who's this man talking to me in a foreign language? And I, and, and the therapist like, Heidi, Heidi, what is this? What is this? And I said, Oh my gosh. I leaned down. I said, sir, is he wearing a hat? Mm -hmm. Yes. He's wearing a hat. He's right behind you. I mean, just, I got goosebumps because, um, I mean, we just spoke of him. So they hear you. Oh yeah. Um, and they don't forget who you are, do they? Once they know your name, <laughs> you, you know, what's really crazy. I think since the last we spoke Hatman, you know, people have asked him, who are you? You know, he used to say the devil, right. Or uh, other nicknames for the devil. Now he says he's Hatman. Yeah. Mm. He took the name I gave him. It's not, you know, I, I don't think I'm making my parents proud by naming the devil, but, um, yeah, here we stand, you know, but I, I keep relying upon the fact that Jesus literally asked me, you know, to work on these things. And um, I agreed to it, but he, he told me, he didn't ask me, he said, you need to finish writing your book. But think about it though, Heidi too, right? Like you've given him this name. Yes. A lot of people may hear the devil and, you know, it, it evokes an emotion, a fear, what have you. Yeah. So, and when you've got people leading other people astray out there, telling people that it's your spirit guide and it's an act, you know what? It's a there's a very distinctive name out there. He's now using it. Yes. And again, I said this earlier in the broadcast, right? I believe the truth always reveals itself. So, if the name has changed, he hasn't. What he's all about doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So true. Well, it's like saying he's, but these things are benign. They're not all bad. Oh, it's a guardian. Yes. That's what I, I'm like, you know what? That's causing a lot of harm. I mean, there's kids watching kids are writing me, you know, and um, that's why I wrote the kids book that I did, you know, hold on. Actually, it's amazing. I was going to bring that up and I'm so (laughs) glad that you did do that, Heidi, because a lot of kids can't talk to anybody or they're not believed. Right. So here, I'll pull it back. So, and it's for adults too. So mm-hmm. to learn, um, because people are like, well, what do I do? So I know I've got him uh, or the shadow beings or the different types of creatures. And this is, um, that's the alien one. That's the little short little guy with the hood. The one's my guy, mine called the shy guy, but yeah, a Jason shy. hockey mask. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, I think you know. I have a picture of him. Oh, off really? of our security camera. Yeah. Oh, um, and so I show how to go about, you know, dealing with these things and how to bless and protect your, your property because it's just your space, your personal space, whether you're at, um, at home or, or whatever it is, because they'll follow you to work as well. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, it, it's just always, always a battle. I don't know if this is going to stay. Well, I think you just demonstrated that by a patient seeing it behind you at work and yeah. the mirrors. So, mm-hmm. Oh, it, it is, you know, if, um, you know, one thing that I'd like to get across to people, um, yeah, these things are listening, but guess what? One of the, Oh, it was a few 
sightings of, of Jesus ago that um, that's so funny to use it that like a time stamp. I felt so many <laughs> times I saw Jesus ago. Um, he emanated something to me. Like he 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 let it be known that every broken bone, every insult, every harm or injury to your soul, he feels it. He oh my knows, goodness. He knows it. And it was just, it was so incredible. It's like he felt everything. And it's like, and he was anxious to return. How about that? He was anxious to return. Like he didn't say a word to me. All this was just floated my way. Like he's aware of it all. And it pained him. And he was anxious to return. But he was waiting for something to happen. And I don't know what that one thing is. It's one thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, people are like, oh, gosh, maybe we're in the end times right now. And uh, and I, I'll tell you one thing that's um, important to, to me when I hear that, like people almost sound anxious for it. I'm like, but we'll lose too many people because not enough people know the truth and, and to get their faith right, not their religion, their faith right to know that they can stand up against these things with their faith, God, Jesus, God, the good standing with you, because um, these things are taking people out in the middle of the night. Hatman has been seen to push a tree over and have it hit a car, you know? So they're killing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're taking them out. They're taking their souls. They're possessing them. Suddenly your dad had an accident. He comes back and he's really different. You don't know why. And it's like, we're, we're losing a lot of people and people are waiting for this battle in the sky to show up, you know, like, oh gosh, between the good and evil. I'm like, the battle is in the privacy of people's homes and they're not being believed when they wake up screaming. I almost died just now. And you're like, it was just a bad dream. It's night terrors, you know, to address night terrors, um, sleep paralysis <laughs> that was yeah, not let's talk about that because that was, i've been seeing a lot of that lately that was not a thing until gee that heidi is making this really popular the shadow people thing let's poo poo that and say that's a chemical happening in your brain that keeps you paralyzed so you don't run in your sleep if you're having a nightmare of running okay wearing a hat really <laughs> you know these things that people are imagining are suddenly they're really identical and it's like come on now they had to answer the call and make it a scientific claim to push it out of people's psyche because there's millions of us talking now millions around the world are talking and they're putting two and two together like you too you too oh my gosh oh sleep paralysis oh i just need drugs to sleep through this oh my gosh are we putting people's souls at risk to sleep through it and forget it happened you know I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm not a doctor. I'm not proclaiming to be. If you feel you need that, go that route, of course. Um, but my my advice of, of, you know, my research of what is going on here, it is not what it appears to be. There is a phenomenon going on. It's real. So real that it got the scientists off their behinds to try to come up with, oh, well, this is the answer. You just need this. Um, I'm terrified and worried for people um, with just going under that blanket response, you know? No, I have to agree with you because, and and it kind of makes me angry when I see this. What's well, the same thing with a near-death experience that you get, mm-hmm. you know, scientists, until you had Dr. Eben Alexander, who claimed yeah. to be an atheist and everything mm-hmm. else, world, you know, very well-known neurosurgeon in his parts in the U.S. and, you know, yeah 
same thing. A near-death experience, people are experiencing this because of neurochemicals in their brains and the lack of oxygen and blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Till he had one himself. Exactly. Well, Different now, story, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm, it's the same thing with the sleep paralysis. When I see people with sleep paralysis and they, mm-hmm. they're willing to talk about it almost every time, there's something over top their bed or uh, they can feel it. They can see it. Uh, they're terrified. They can't move yet. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, there is. There, think about it. How many people have had dreams where you've woken up and you're moving? You're moving. Like, I, yeah, I guess there is maybe something and there's apparently a syndrome out there that some mm-hmm. people are missing this chemical to put you in a paralytic state while you're dreaming so you don't take off Uh, how do you explain sleepwalking how do you explain all this other stuff like people move when they're sleeping maybe some people have this chemical but i'm sorry sleep (laughs) paralysis i don't buy it what they're putting out there not Mm -hmm. not they're all seeing the exact same things they feel as if something's in their room and they see a shadowy figure yep and mm-hmm. some with a hat and suit. Oh, that's pretty specific, Doc. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's about five million posts about it online. How are we gonna talk that one over? Um, I, I'm just sick of it. Um, the it, one thing that I know for a fact, and everybody knows for a fact now, aliens are real, right? Oh yeah, I believe it. They've actually talked about aliens impregnating people the government have been talking about this. i've had a reading since i talked to you yeah. i gotta tell you this very very quickly okay because yeah. this is going to support what you're saying uh-huh <laughs> this girl had um a near-death experience and i also believe after people have had this that they have access to a lot of different gifts that they didn't have before I think we all possess them, but for whatever reason, we haven't unlocked them all, okay? So as she's talking, she keeps calling these things visions. I've had these visions. And so when we talk about it further, we realize she's sleeping. and She's having these very vivid dreams. So she's up on a spaceship, and she starts to tell me who's there. It was literally like, I don't think this woman realized this. She was projecting the images into my mind. I could see mm-hmm. what she was experiencing. I found a picture while we were talking of something that was almost identical to what she was explaining. But yeah. as she's starting to say, they're standing there and one is in between her legs. I already knew what was going to happen. I already knew. Told me, um, pregnant had a baby, baby girl, baby was gone, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into all the specifics because I would never give away somebody's reading. But my whole point was I already knew before she even got into anything that would have identified that there had been a sexual encounter and a pregnancy and a baby and the baby no longer there. But the human is still missing this baby, still grieving for this baby, still feeling this baby. Mm -hmm. How do we explain that? Well, exactly. But, mm-hmm. you know, if our government's admitting and recognizing these are phenomena that are true, that are really happening, and the UFO phenomenon, and these dark entities are seen right alongside of them, and the deeper understandings that our government has, they have the full picture. I don't know if anybody saw it. It's literally, this is the title of an article I saw about a week ago. And just like that, we're making oxygen on Mars. There's enough oxygen they've made that could support the, a dog to walk on Mars. Are you kidding me? 
You think that's new? No. No. They've been doing this for a long time. They are very aware. So how do aliens get into people's homes? Well, sometimes they walk right through the wall. Sometimes mm-hmm. they beam right in. How are they doing all this stuff? Well, guess what channel people and Hatman do? They come right through the walls. They have very similar ways of, of accessing a person, mm-hmm. pinning them down, paralyzing them, taking advantage, giving them uh, scenarios in their mind of uh, nightmares. And, and then they seem to feed upon it. And then when their fear is gone, they seem to leave because they can't feed upon it anymore. So they mm-hmm. find your greatest weaknesses, your greatest fears, and they break you down. And mm-hmm. it's like, so, and, and trust me, there's been a lot of government folks involved in quote unquote UFO research that are seeing these shadowy things that feel their souls are being threatened and have reached out to different clergy <laughs> for help. And um, you'll hear them talk about, I'm putting religious items around my bed at night. Well, come on now, you know, so they know there's a battle. There's a battle for souls. It's their good and bad and they're dabbling in things that I, I don't feel that they were ready for. But, you know, the drive of the human spirit is to gain more land and power and uh, hoard that information. You know, you know, farmers. Back and in the cure day. illness. We have so many cures for illness oh. out there. But will we ever see them? No. You know, I personally knew <laughs> two scientists. One's an engineer. One's a scientist who created anti-gravity uh, machines. <laughs> Okay, that were perpetual motion. They would pull the energy from the air and they would levitate. And they try to get funding to make bigger machines. Guess what? They were shot down. Oh, oh they, there's three of them, but one was murdered suspiciously as a warning shot across the bow. You know, don't do that. And you've heard of others that have invented these things. They suddenly end up in prison. You know, gosh, I wonder, or dead or committed suicide somehow. Um, you know, we are being limited. And I like to give the example of people who um, back in the day uh, it, when we were trying to grow, we had a really, you know, say there's a really smart kid in the family of 12, everybody else is farmers, but we're going to educate this one kid in the, in, in the family. We'll send them off to university or whatever to, to learn from the people who know things. And then they gather and they learn things together and they start Hoarding the information. Your family back home is really stupid. They can't handle the truth. We're just going to keep building what we know and growing ourselves, you know, benefiting ourselves and play dumb if they ask us anything. This is like something that's been perpetuating through centuries and it's grown into the monster called our governments and politicians who said they went out to represent our neighborhood and then our, our county, our community, our state. And they kept hoarding because this is the way that they do it. They hoard that information. They keep you at a level where now they're, they're making uh, colonies on other planets. People are talking about it. You know, who in the United States, they think uh, our young men and women join the, the forces, the military forces, because they like to kill things or something. No. So they hold our education over our heads. And they're like, oh, you want to go to college? Or are you poor? You can't afford it. Well, if you go risk your life for four years, we'll let you go to school. We'll help you pay for it. This is why we're enlisting. You know, this is why Mm -hmm. it's a big deal and why they don't want to give it to us because we will not go to fight these stupid wars if Mm -hmm. we have the the choice to go to college, you know, and it's like, gee, why Americans are not keeping up with technology. We got to go and get people from other countries. Yeah, because we got to risk our lives in your wars. You're making over silly stuff. 
you know, rubber in Vietnam and, and oil in the Middle East, you know, right. and it's like, we will not go fight those wars. So this hoarding of information, as we sit here supporting these structures, it, it's not going to end. It's like, people are like, are we in the end times? I said, we're in a time of change because mm -hmm. uh, enough is enough. We know they've got these technologies. We know they're hoarding it. There's fake abductions of alien abductions. Some are real. Some are government. Some of you know. But what do you do? You know, it's like you'll end up with a bullet in your head if you know too much. Oh yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. And uh, you know, people have to have to trust themselves and know there's a battle going on. You as an individual are being threatened with negative things. The government's aware of it they're they're <laughs> they're they're having fun uh learning new technologies from these certain beings so they could go and have fun with new toys they won't let us in on or a new planet they want to go and live on um but you know there's bad and good that comes with you know this this given push stuff i mean it just uh it's a lot but you know one thing that we can do is just try to keep ourselves clear and straight that uh there's a god there's something positive on our side and we can overcome when something's trying to crowd in on our human potential. Plus, I think, too, you know, how you had brought up about your experience with the, you know, back home, we'll call it, and the oneness. We are this here. And that's been part of my message is put your differences aside. Let's all agree to disagree if you need to. But realize we are all part of each other. We are stronger yes. as a united front. Now, whether we're dealing with hat man or, you know, the shadow person or whomever it may be, right, with with mm -hmm. God and, and Jesus on your side. But my point I'm trying to make here is when we all stand up together collectively, you don't have to go to war. Nobody right. has to get hurt. But you stand up. There's strength in numbers. And you say, no more. Right. No we're not going to accept this. And I've also been saying, it doesn't matter where we live. We, I think, again, the word apocalypse, right? To reveal once was, which was once hidden. I think we're in those times because a lot is being revealed. Mm -hmm. But also, I think it all needs to be torn down. We need new infrastructure, new education systems. We need new healthcare. And I think, believe it or not, and he's, I'm not a fan of him, so don't strike my show down there, Mr. JT, uh, <laughs> in Canada here. But his half-brother said it best. In this day and age, with the internet, do we really need to elect a stranger to go to one place somewhere in our country to be our representative as a voice? <laughs> you know, we could technically all, you know, start locally. Yeah. Meet your needs locally. You don't need to be sending somebody. And it's true. <laughs> it really is true. It, it's a different world. It's just like we have a strange way of electing officials here. It's not, it's old, it's outdated. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so much, so much restructuring needs to be done. But there's too many uh, old fuddy-duddies in, in the power. Mm -hmm. And they won't change that because then that means they lose their they lose their 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 capacity to have the big homes and all this. They mm -hmm. they don't want that. No way. I mean, well, people don't an realize anti-gravity anti machines exist where you don't ever need to pay an electric bill. You but told they me will this. Not allow that. They you won't told allow me it. this a few years ago, and I wasn't so sure I was willing to entertain it because it was coming from you. We've had many interesting off-air 
conversations. But I have to tell you on air, you're 100% right, girl, because um, I really believe it doesn't matter who it is, government, your representative, they could go in with a good heart, they could go in with perfect intentions. But once they join the league, you either play with the team, or you're no longer you're not even on the bench, you're gone. And that's the point, you know, it doesn't matter whether you think one side is better than the other. It's just fingers on the same hand is what I'm saying. And like you taught, you're talking about, you know, ET and UFOs and what have you. Um, I have a friend I used to have on my show quite a bit, and he just finally put this all together collectively. And it's why is the secret space, why the secret space um, program will always remain remain secret. (laughs) And he said, disclosure should have happened. I think it was May the 6th, 2002. His name's Dan Willis. And he went, I think it was a New York press club. And there were 21 scientists as well as people that were very high up in the military, what have you. And they all came with what the kids are calling nowadays the receipts. So they came with the proof. And they Mm -hmm. swore under oath that they were willing to go to Congress and testify. All the major news um, news agencies were there. Should have been like disclosure day. Instead, what happened? It showed up if it did on any broadcast last 15 seconds and the mockery made of it some people believe in the existence of ets at that time they had the existence of 57 different types of et and extraterrestrials along with you're talking about technology my my theory is what we know about us meaning all of us that know about whatever they're probably most countries uh 50 to 7500 years ahead of what we might even consider possible what's your thoughts Oh man, <laughs> the the things that uh, how can I say? My dad was high ranking military. Yes, guy. I'm so sorry and, too about your dad. Yes, he passed earlier this year, and um, so he always told me if the government ever shows you any new technology, any new planes or whatever like that, he's like, it's at minimum, and I mean minimum, twenty years old. He's yes. like, we are so much more advanced than they will mm-hmm. ever tell you. And um, it's like, wow, why do that? Oh, they'll say it's, you know, how is this, uh, you know, like the threat of UFOs, you know, the presence of UFOs? Well, it's a matter of national security. Well, it landed in my backyard, not yours. How's that national security? Yeah. When I have hundreds of friends across the world who've told me they've seen the same thing. Oh, but national security. No, it's not. It's a hoarding uh-uh. of information. And they yes. don't care that you got stressed, depressed. And, and kicked out of your groups because you're talking about this thing happening to you. They did not care. They did mm-hmm. not care. They don't care. You got abducted. You got raped. You got abused and, and experimented on. They do not care. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they wanted to hoard that information. And, and it was also, uh, you know, of course they knew, of course these beings met with people in power. It's not just people who work as a therapist that saw aliens. Government people did too. They had conversations mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? I'll work with you. In fact, I'll trade you 10 people you can abduct for that cool little yes. handy you had. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give you 10. You know, I'll raise you 20. Oh, here's mm-hmm. 20,000. Of course, they negotiated with their welfare. They do not care. They don't care. It This place, and, and something I, I reminded a friend recently, as they think about where we're at in, in this time and space and, and all, supposedly, 
this is the devil's realm. This is their playground. People mm -hmm. who are rotten get things really easy. They, all of a sudden, oh, you got a TV show. You got this. Oh, my gosh. That's going so smooth for you. And you just stepped into the field, what, six months ago? That's amazing. How? And it's like, because this is mm -hmm. their world. People who are working for the positive, it's a lot harder. It's like, I'm 20 years in. I don't have a TV show, but all my work is out there because other people did it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like that. When you are aiming for good, because this is not your realm. This is not it. You I still think it's going to turn around and bite them in the ass, Heidi, eventually. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I do. What you put out there, it takes a hell of a lot longer. It does. It does. But it comes mm -hmm. back to bite them in the butt because when you make deals like that, I'm sorry, you're trading something <laughs> for that deal because there's well, a big price. Well, this was that's just an example, but it's like mm -hmm. truly when you are you're down in the trenches, you're helping individuals one on one. It's it doesn't it's like crime pays too in this country. You could rip off six million dollars from old people. You'll get six months in prison, and uh, with promise to pay it back. But if you smoked a joint Not somewhere, in this lifetime. <laughs> if, if they smoked a joint somewhere, there's people in prison for 20 years, you know? Yeah. This is backwards. You know, what is this? You know, just recently, though, thank God, Biden is forgiving a lot of people who had those minor offenses who are sitting in prison for, a, you know, 20 years. It's crazy. You know, but you made all these people go homeless. How many elderly people did you rip off? I mean, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, they're playing to the major horrible people on this plane. And we the time is coming. Talk about, you know, end times, time of change. It's coming and things do need to be wiped clean. And trust me, the powers that be know this. They've been pre preparing for it and uh, they got their escape plans. They do. Mm -hmm. They've been in mm -hmm. outer space. Of course, they've got a lot of things going on. Um, mm -hmm. you know, look into, look into some of the stories of people who, who <laughs> volunteered, you know, they're talking, mm -hmm. they really are. It's not deathbed confessions either. They just mm -hmm. don't give a crap anymore because they were left hanging. Um, so super soldiers, they're called, you know, super oh, soldiers. I've seen some of those. Yeah. Super soldiers. And, um, they're from Canada too. They're from the United States or from other places. And, uh, they're just like, you know, you thought you saw a craft and all of a sudden, gee, your hair is really long. You're, you're there and you feel like you got PTSD and you get flashes of having been on other planets and nobody's noticed that you've been gone. It's like they grab you out of your time and space and they put you back and they call it like 20 years in 20 years um, back, I that, you know? yeah. mm -hmm. 20 years in 20 years back. And people are like, I was on Mars. I was over here. And it's like, you look ridiculous and crazy talking about that. But they're abusing. Here's some them. medication. Yeah, here's it. Because that's where I was going to go with yeah. this. This is usually what happens yeah. when you don't mm -hmm. have someone like yourself to talk to you about this. or Because yeah. I think knowledge is empowering and to be able to know yeah. how to empower yourself yeah. against these type of things. Because mm -hmm. I get where I was going with that before was you can't talk about this because if you do, or like you said, you're being raped by something you can't see, you can't yeah. prove. I no. guarantee you, I have seen so many people that have been brave enough to share their stories that yeah. they are on so many antipsychotic meds. It's not even funny. And it's still not <laughs> stopping what's happening yet. Here's some more pills. Yeah. Right? But but your natural products that God created here, you know, I'm not, I am not a, a person that does any drugs or marijuana or anything mm -hmm. like that, but that's a natural product on the planet and, and, uh, ayahuasca and different stuff. And it's, mm -hmm. Oh, that's illegal. 
but take this mixture that we, you know, boiled up the bottom of our shoes and scraped off and now we're going to hand it to you. You know, it, it's not natural. And it's like, why are you trying to make people forget? You know, and again, I have to give it to these people that control the masses. They're hoarding the information. They're trying to downplay and keep you in this world of confusion. But mm -hmm. people you got to, and it's, it's, it's such a really personal battle, even with that. And how can we as a whole is get yourself right and then mm -hmm. meet with others. And it's like, it's prayer, it's meditation, it's focus, it's cleansing. It's knowing that, um, oh gosh, something is moving in my room. Um, it, it's knowing that you can, uh, I know, I was like, what was that? Um, it's knowing that and owning it and praying God, God is real. You call on Jesus. He's so real. I stutter in my mind on how best to express it. But you really can't go wrong. What do you have to lose? What? And, and you know what's really dismaying to me, too? Like, um, if there's a joke to be made about a religion, about a, 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 a certain uh, representation of a religion, it's Jesus. He's in the cartoons. He's in the, he's in the, he's the joke, uh, you know, punchline of any joke. It's like... I would never do that to somebody else, you know, what they believe to be true. But Jesus is the punchline. And he's also the biggest force that will help you in your situations. And it's like, again, I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm being realistic. I'm the person that's talking about having trademarked the devil in the world today and, and people being beat down by that thing. And millions are reporting them. Guess what? It, the sightings of Jesus are going through the roof. He's popping mm -hmm. up all over the place too to people that believe in different faiths. I have, I've had Muslim and Jewish friends see him and recognize him for who he was without mm -hmm. him saying anything. So he speaks because you recognize that, that force. And so this recognition and him cutting through this negative layer that's covering this planet right now, the time for the positive flow of him and what he stands for in God it's coming, you know, time of change, not an end all, but a time of change. Uh, we call it a lot of things, but um, I like to think of, you know, a new beginning. And how else do you wipe mm -hmm. out all of the greedy hoarders of information who have been beating us down? So, um, you know, it's a battle of all battles and it's already started. Well, it's I started. believe it has too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I also believe, too, that this isn't the first iteration of man on this planet. It seems like, sure you know, and what we can say is when you can't learn from your past mistakes and history keeps being changed or the truth not put out there, you keep, you're destined to keep repeating the same, you know, mistakes over and over. And if you start really doing some deep dives, not you, I mean, the yes. global you and yeah. looking i think you'll 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 see if you're willing to have an open mind that this isn't the first time our first kick at the can here and we keep no you know we gotta wake up eventually and and you yeah. know i'm hope this time around we we get it right like enough of us wake up like you said and have the new beginning yeah. look mm -hmm. look at look at the the hoarding once again of information of ancient sites the blocking of information. It, people that have bought land over the sunken Atlantis off the coast of Cuba. Mm -hmm. 
what are they doing? Why are they doing that? Why did these people, you know, rich people have bought subs and that are going around, you know, sub submarines that could go and look at the land that they can purchase. What are they doing? Come on now. They, they, the information. Yes. There's stuff that has been recovered from ancient sites that Smithsonian Institute won't show you. Other institutes won't show you. I remember being a kid watching on the news and a giant, uh, um, skeleton was found uh, and they think you're reading right my mind girl i was thinking about giants <laughs> they think it's a viking but he's like 10 feet tall mm -hmm. i remember going wow that's cool where's that body now it's gone i mean always I, oh my gosh this, and it, this is like before people could make stuff up this is just the regular you know news well they found a 10 foot tall viking well, well shoot we have evidence of our beginnings having started and been destroyed, starting a bit destroyed because we keep messing up. We've got, we've got another start to come and we all feel something's going on. Yeah. And we, um, we just pray that it goes right. And you could do your part by getting right, being prepared. There's threats. I mean, Biden just said, Oh, we're going to have a, we're going to have a big Armageddon, you know, apocalyptic nuclear threat now. And then they're trying to poo-poo it the next day to say, oh, we don't know where he got that from. But then they bought $290 million, which is a drop in the can, of anti-radiation medication. The, mm. the next day. Oh, that's a coincidence? So they know there's a big threat going on. They know that there's things changing and mixing it up. And um, all we could do is play our part because we can't control the idiocy that's gone on for so long here mm -mm. but we can get ourselves right and pull together because we did make up the source at one point we are connected it hurts me physically if i see somebody hurt even if i'm watching a commercial and i'll be walking through the room and i unexpectedly see somebody hit the floor with their knees my knees will oh, hurt i'll no. jump down and buckle over it hurts so we are each other's keeper we are we should be and, um, you know, if I could feel the pain, others must too, and know that we are one. I mean, we, we have to do better. Um, that's what we can do. You know, we could be angry, but we got to get active. Well, that's true. But I was going to say too, and it's, I mean, I'm a work in progress myself every day still, and probably will be till the day I transition back home as they call it but yeah. I think some of the things we realize like I believe we you know we're all here for a reason yes. we just don't all know what that is right. but for example say somebody decided that one of the things they might want to work on and this isn't the reason why you're here but say patience well right. chances are that person is not going to be put in a zen mood um Buddhist monk monkery, if you will, they're yeah. going to be around people that are constantly pushing their buttons, constantly doing whatever. And it was really interesting because I got this analogy a while ago that, you know, when you, you go back home and you mm -hmm. look back, it's like it was just a big play, right? Like you can see all the players and who's here, who's made the agreements to help you. Sometimes yeah. the people that we really don't like, like we really dislike, those are the ones that were here that made the biggest sacrifice to kind of help you, if you will, you know what I'm saying? So when we are all one, and if we can just look at it like that, that we're here to help each other in certain ways, and yeah. it doesn't always mean they're going to be all lovey-dovey and what have you. What I'm saying is we are really all part of each other. We got to yeah. embrace it all and love it all. Yes. And there's sometimes, you know, you get this horrible person in your life that pushes mm -hmm. you to 
oh, you lost your lease in your apartment. Now you got to move across town and you're really irritated and they just keep causing you trouble to keep moving until you get to the place you're supposed to be. And then you're like almost grateful. Wow. Thank God that place, you know, that they, you know, gave me so many troubles and, mm-hmm. you know, people play different roles in this world. And and I always say, you don't know what you say, the seed you plant that might help spark a whole, you know, revolution of things mm-hmm. and we build each other up in this life and, you know, love each other, you know, love each other from a distance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we can contribute, we can build up we can be okay with this transition. People are so fearful of, uh, you know, oh gosh, I'm so horrible. I don't know what I'm going to do if I cross over right now. It's like, you know, up until the last minute, Jesus help me. You're going to be okay. Even people that are atheists, I've heard go to the other side and they're in this dark hell-like place Mm -hmm. and in the midst of it, and they feel like they've been there forever and they say, Jesus help, guess what? Mm -hmm. He comes and gets them. You've studied these things for 40 years. It's Uh like, It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, and, um, you know, I just uh, never doubt. I don't have any doubts. And I hope that people realize it's okay to have, uh, he, God made us to be imperfect and to question things and mess up and get back up, mess up, get back up. He knew what he was getting into when he made us. So don't be so hard on yourself. We can, we can be okay as long as we keep aiming for the right stuff. Yeah. And and like things like, you know, random acts of kindness and say people that we yeah. really don't love or care about or they, they just really are, seem like really awful people. You know what? I Sometimes I know it helps myself to, th- I always first of all try to remember it's not my job to judge. And the mm-hmm. other thing is that's somebody's child or that's somebody's parent or somebody's brother yeah. or sister or whomever it may be. You know what? The, if we can remember that they're loved by someone, we just as much as we love our loved ones, they're loved yeah. by their loved ones. They may not be acting very lovable in the moment, but because it, it's so hard, yeah. I think, for us to realize we really are part of each yeah. other, right? Because we'll see people saying, well, we don't want to be like them. Well, right, we right. are part of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even heard, you know, having been um, in Milwaukee for, you know, a long time growing up, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer's on the news, right? Yes. His parents said he was a great son, you know, yes. and, and oddly there's a family connection to uh, my family with that whole situation. Uh, the guy who ended up killing Dahmer, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it's, it's a weird world, but it's like, even the guy who killed Dahmer, his mother says it's a great son, you know, and you think you might have your judgments, but you know, you just, you don't, you don't, you don't have the whole picture of anybody. That's you know? right. So, you know, <laughs> we are almost out of time. I can talk to you yeah. for hours. Like, I really mean this. We're going to get Halloween out of the Same. way. And then I want to have you on. We'll do a whole show on, on angels and angels. Jesus. And I would love I to would do love that. It. How about it? I would love it. I mean, that's my favorite topic. And I always kind of, I sprinkle some Jesus on all my stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it never just, hurts. Um, it never hurts, you know, and, you know, if you don't mind, I'd love to let people know, too, if they haven't had an experience of anything out of the ordinary from angels to aliens, shadow people, a hat man, share your stories, go to HeidiHollis.com or shadowfolks.com and tell me your stories. I mean, I, I'm just, uh, you know, it would, the, the goal is to get people to hear these stories, mm-hmm. to grow, to see the patterns and, um, 
you know, try to build each other up and also solve and assist wherever we can. But I'm no guru. I'm not a psychic. <laughs> well, I <laughs> you don't know? know about that, girl. You know, I've said that to you before. You're pretty darn intuitive in the experiences you've had. Something is, you know, I, I, I've gotten more answers more recently, and that's about why that is. Um, and I've, I've shared some with you, and at some point in the future, I'll talk more on that. But um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting life, you know. I think that I think we're all magical, you know. I really do. I think that we're all magical. We're all created by the same God and uh, part of the same source as well. So, mm-hmm. so much so much ground to cover in this world. And girl, I I love the uh, you know what you've been doing with your show and all your oh, work and you. stuff. And you're always so positive and look up, get yourself all cutesied up and. You know, it's like girl, it's this was so after nice. cooking, cooking and and you know what? Okay, this is very quickly for people that believe they're they're never gonna get something done. You tell mm-hmm. yourself you're never gonna get something done, you won't get anything done. Because today I woke up and I said, Yep, we're gonna get that dinner cooked. We're doing a full five course meal here. And <laughs> uh my my eldest is living back in town with the love of his life. There's partner, they just bought their first house. So he nice. messages me. How's the turkey coming? It's coming great. I will message you when it's pulled out and I have a show to do at six. So wow. well, do you want us just to eat and run? I said, you can do whatever you want. So they got here, they knew what my show was. And then they said, let's face it, guys. I'm going to be honest, after you eat a big turkey dinner, I used to hate when I'd have to go to my mom's house and have idle chit chat when all you want to do is lay down and just go... <laughs> And they go, yeah, you're right, you're right. So they took leftovers home and you can set your mind to it. I love what you're doing. But before I tell people where to find me and everything, where can they find your podcast, what night, and where can they find you, your books, everything, Heidi? Uh, Well, my show is called Dark Becomes Light. It's on the Coast to Coast AM podcast network. So they go to iHeartRadio and type in Coast to Coast AM. It'll come up or dark becomes light or my name uh, well hold it no don't type my name because a whole bunch of shows come up okay. of other shows i've been a guest on so dark becomes light and mm-hmm. um uh they could go to the outlanders comic.com if they want a paranormal uh comic to check it out check and it out it's awesome heidihollis.com shadowfolks.com and uh you know at one heidi um that's Heidi Hollis. That's on all my social social media from uh, Instagram to Facebook, Twitter. Um, just put a one in front of Heidi Hollis and uh, and I will respond. You know, it's like I'm there, you know, and, until has- uh, until something uh, extraordinary happens. Um, <laughs> people are like, oh, you know, if you ever did get a show that's a TV or something, you won't be able to handle all the influx. I'm like, you know, I'm on coast and I'm handling the influx. I'm doing what I can, you know, because that's what it's all about, you know. And, and she will. Yeah. You know, what? not it wild, Laura Lee? Who would mm-hmm. think I'd be sitting here saying, I'm a host on Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> I was just celebrating the first day I saw that. You know I was. I, I know like, you were. <laughs> and I still share it everywhere because I'm so proud of you and so happy oh, for God. you. Thank you keep you. doing what you're doing and regardless of who wants to claim a right to what your hard work has done and what you're sharing, I think you're doing it for the right reasons. I think you're helping people. And again, and I'm not saying this as a cliche, I truly believe truth always rises to the surface and people will realize they see through the BS, whether you think you, people think they can feel something or not, you can feel when somebody's yeah. really doing it for the right reasons. Yes. Yeah. And it, Yep, I I don't know. I kind of well, I won't say it on here. I'll tell you afterwards, maybe. But 
<laughs> about shows and stuff. Um, I just have a feeling about something. Anyways, oh, I want to remind you guys that I will be back here next Monday, same time, same space. I'm trying to remember who I have on. I have a guest. I know that. <laughs> so I'll be back here. Guys, I want to give it, sorry, Heidi and I get talking and get thank so you, interested. We had just in case here. I just want to let you guys know there was something going on with StreamYard. Somebody said they couldn't see the link or something. So I'm not quite sure what that meant. But uh, Zach Man was here. All of you that are listening, please share this with your friends. Um, and as well, UPRN, people find something for everybody here. We've got a lot of different hosts. Also, I've got two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal. And then the Angel Rocker Tribe for more esoteric. Um, some of the things we've talked about tonight on there, power of positive thinking, how to develop your own inner gifts. So I'd love to have you join me in both the groups. And also, if you want to get a hold of me, facebook.com forward slash the Angel Rock. Maybe you want to book a reading, maybe some healing work. I also do mentoring. Or you got a show idea or a guest. I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, I will see you next Monday, same time, same space. Heidi, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank love you. Having girlfriend. Oh, love. I love chatting with you. You know me, that. Me too. I could go all night. She will be back. I promise. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, tune into her show on Coast to Coast AM. And uh, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be. And I send you all so much love and light. Take care. We'll see you next Monday. Goodbye. <laughs>